Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of Conversation Starters. I am your host, Miss Tiff. How y'all feeling? I feel pretty good today, but I'm going to go ahead and jump into today's topic because I have a lot to cover in a short period of time. So today's conversation starter is, is there a difference between romance and intimacy? February is one of my favorite months because it caters to so many different things that have some importance to me, if that makes sense. It's Black History Month, even though I'm Black every month, but Black History Month. (laughs) It's Heart Disease Awareness Month. It runs in my family, so that means a little bit to me. But one of the most important things to the world is it's Valentine's Day. This week is Valentine's week, so I want to talk a little bit about intimacy and romance. So, depending on who you ask, people think that intimacy and romance go hand in hand. They think that intimacy and romance is all about sex, or it leads to sex. Now, don't get me wrong, it can. There is a such thing as sexual intimacy, but it doesn't stop there. It's a little deeper than that. People also think that you can only have intimacy in romantic relationships. No, that's not just the case. You can have intimate relationship with your friends as well. And I'll break down the definition for intimacy in a minute, but intimacy is that close connection, right? We can have close connections with our friends. That's how we foster long-lasting relationships. I mean, I love my friends. Let's start off by defining the two. Intimacy is a sense of closeness, fulfillment, connection. Um, Intimacy means that, you know, like you feel cared for, comfortable and safe with a person. Have that sense of validation and well-being. Like if I had to describe intimacy, I would describe it as a big ass hug, right? (laughs) So then when we're talking about romance, We define that as the thing you do for your loved one to keep things exciting, like small gestures, nice gestures, right? And if I had to say, I would say romance feels like a gift, right? Imagine romance as a beautifully wrapped gift box with one of your favorite handbags, okay? Because I like to shop, right? (laughs) So when I think of romance, I'm thinking of a a nice gift, right? So I'm going to say the difference between the two is intimacy is what binds you to a person and romance is what excites you about that person. Let's talk about some different types of intimacy. I'll start off with physical intimacy because I know when people think about intimacy, that's the first thing they think about, right? I'm not just talking about sexual intercourse. It could be cuddling on the couch while you're watching a movie, a big hug, you know, things like that. So that's what I think of when I think of physical intimacy. Then you have emotional intimacy, sharing your real authentic self. Emotional intimacy reminds me of being vulnerable. You know, you share your deepest thoughts and feelings, your deepest secrets. Like you have to trust this person with your whole heart. You are emotionally opening up to this person and you're honest with this person no matter what. Okay. 
Next, we have spiritual intimacy. When I think of spiritual intimacy, I'm thinking souls connecting, right? Y'all heard of soul tides? Connecting spiritually is not just about your religious beliefs or your faith, although that does play a part as well. But spiritual intimacy is connecting spiritually. It's something that you like feel inside of you, like the Holy Spirit for my Christian folks that's listening. (laughs) Others may look at it as the universe, like the universe brought them together. Connecting spiritually can help relationships make it through tough times, like they pray together, you know, things like that. Spiritual connections can lead to emotional intimacy. You can increase your spiritual intimacy by praying together, talking about your spiritual beliefs, going to church together, being open to learning about your spiritual beliefs from one another. Spiritual intimacy is like connection on a different level. Then we have work intimacy. This one you don't usually hear about in everyday life, but it definitely happens in everyday life, especially when you're in committed relationships, marriage, you know, things like that. It's nothing to do with your job. It's more of how you choose to work with your partner, okay? That could include cleaning the house, taking care of the kids, doing the laundry, how you work as a team. You can also have work intimacy in your friendships. Like that could look like helping a friend with a project that they may be working on. Like I have a friend that does parties. Like she helps to decorate parties, organize parties, you know, things like that. So if she ever needed some help, I wouldn't mind, you know, helping her with that. Next, we have conflict intimacy. This is being able to work through differences without falling out about it, right? Or if you get in an argument, sitting down with your partner or your friend and talking through that conflict and coming up with a resolution that's best for everybody that's involved, right? Next, we're going to talk about financial intimacy. This form of intimacy is probably discussed the least, but is one of the most important forms of intimacy in relationships. People don't play about their money, right? You need to be talking about money, right? So financial intimacy is when you can sit down with your partner and discuss your financial situations. This is when you talk about your debts. Um, you t- you determine who is the spender and who is the saver. You talk about how they feel about debt, because if you come in a relationship, one person is debt free and the other person has debt, you might have some conflicts there. Discuss budgets, savings and investments. Discuss how you plan to communicate about money. Like, do we need to discuss big purchases? Because like for me, in my opinion, anything over $300 needs to be a discussion, especially if we're putting our money in the same bucket. In fact, that needs to be a conversation as well. Are we putting our money together or are we separating our accounts? Did y'all know that over 40% of divorces end due to financial reasons? You would be surprised at how many couples don't discuss finances at all. I know a married woman that does not tell her husband how much money she makes per year. Granted, she doesn't tell him because he is the worst when it comes to money and he spends it before it's made. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying I understand. (laughs) You can have financial intimacy in your friendships as well. 
if you know you are not good with money, but you have a friend that is great in that area, you can use them as your accountability partner. So let me give you some non-sexual acts of intimacy. Let's start with physical affection. Now, again, I'm not just talking about sex. I'm referring to holding hands, kisses before leaving the house, eye contact when you're talking, a hug, forehead kisses, right? Those are non-sexual acts of intimacy. This is appreciation. Appreciation shows that you value your loved one. You can show appreciation by simply saying thank you. Like when I go to the grocery store or to restaurants, I actually tell the people that are providing me the service, I say thank you and I appreciate you. Because even though they are getting paid to do their job, they don't have to provide those services to me. They don't have to be nice to me. They don't have to be kind to me. And because they are, the least I can do is show my appreciation. Other ways to show appreciation in your relationships and friendships include small gestures like a thank you card or a thank you text. Communication is another form of non-sexual intimacy. People grow and change every day. Make an honest effort to learn about your loved one. We might talk about your childhood, how you grew up. We might talk about your beliefs or your disbeliefs. Asking questions will go a long way and it will make the other person feel comfortable enough to open up to you. Communication will create closeness. You just have to open up people. Another non-sexual act of intimacy is active listening. Learn to listen. You can learn a lot about a person when you just sit and listen. In order to listen and hear what is being said, you have to be present. You can't multitask and be an active listener, right? So put your phone down and make sure that you are actually listening to what your partner or your friend is telling you. Quality time. I love a good friend date. Every time me and my friends hang out, I always learn something new about them. And these are people that I have been friends with for years. And I feel like, you know, quality time is a person making an effort to actually spend time with you. So take advantage of that. Now, let's get into some different acts of romance. Making time. I love it when a busy person makes time for me. Like that shows they are making an honest effort to spend time. No one is ever too busy. If they want to, they will. Being thoughtful. The saying, it's the thought that counts, or you got to put forth the effort, that's a real thing. This is where active listening comes into place. For instance, like one time I told this guy that my favorite color was purple. While he was out shopping for himself, he purchased me a pair of sneakers that had purple in them. I didn't ask him to buy those sneakers for me. He just simply felt like buying the sneakers for me, and he made sure that they had my favorite color in them. Um, another example, one of my friends used to mail me a card once a month just to thank me for being a good friend to her. Another example, one of my friends told me that her husband surprised her with a massage. She was thinking that it was just going to be a basic, you know, 60 minute massage. Turns out he booked her a 90 minute hot stone massage. And that meant a lot to her because he put forth that effort. It was very thoughtful. 
Another form of romance is surprises. Surprises are a very romantic gesture. Um, It can be as big as planning a party for you or as simple as giving you a card to say, I was thinking of you. Either way, it was unexpected and the effort counts. So like I said in the beginning, intimacy and romance are two different things. Intimacy is the bond you have with a person and romance is what draws you to that person. So hopefully this gives you a clear picture of what you can do to increase the level of intimacy and romance in your relationships as well as your friendships. Make sure that you are loving on your partners and friends this Valentine's Day. All right, leave me your comments letting me know how you show intimacy in your relationships and friendships. What are some romantic gestures you are planning for your partner this Valentine's Day? Make sure to hit the follow button wherever you are listening to the podcast. I see y'all listening and I appreciate you so much. Make sure that you are sharing with your friends. I am on the podcasting networks, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and to the good people who are listening and leaving comments, thank you so much for your support. All right, I'm out of here. Thank you, good people, for listening. I will talk to you later. Bye.